This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Good evening, everyone. We're continuing Daf Hashavua. We're learning Mesachas Ksubais. Daf Nun Dalin Amad Aleph. We begin on Nun Gimel Amad Bey's two lines from the bottom. Boy, Rabbi Elazar. Rabbi Elazar asked the following question Bas Shnia, the daughter of a Shnia. Let's say a man marries. Someone who he is forbidden to marry Midrabanan. He married a Shniya Midrabay Seifrim. That the uh, Gemara later on says on the Kufan Bez that a Shniya does not get Aksuba and does not get Mezainais. So, which means that if you marry someone who you're not to marry Midrabanan, the woman doesn't get Aksuba and, and you don't have to support the woman. Let's say you have a daughter from the woman. Do you, does that daughter deserve support? We know that one of the tnaim of the ksuba is that the daughter is supported from the father's estate. So question, the question is, is um, if someone marries a person who they're forbidden to midrabanan, does the daughter have the rights to the ksuba that the mother herself has forfeited? Yeshla mazaynas la mazaynas. So what's the question? Do we say Kivan the Lesla Ksuba Lesla Mazaini? Do do we say that since she doesn't have a Ksuba, she doesn't get Mazainais? Aidoma or perhaps Ima de Avda Isura Kansuraban, maybe only the mother who did an Isur, the rabbis penalized. Ihi, but the the daughter, the lay of the Isura that didn't do an Isur, like Kansuraban, the rabbis did not penalize. So that question stands. Meaning, we have a question in a situation where the mother is not entitled to aksuba. Are the are the daughter? Does the daughter have the right to some other stipulations of aksuba, namely that she should be able to be sustained? Boy, Rava, Rava asks another question. Bas Arusa, the daughter of an Arusa. Let's say a man did kedushin to a woman. Now, someone who someone does kedushin to you can't live with yet. But let's say you lived with her um, illicitly, and you produced a daughter. So does that daughter get mezoinais? Yesh la mezoinais, ayen la Now an arusa gets a ksuba. Rashi explains, what do you mean an arusa gets a ksuba? But you don't write it until nasuin. So Rashi says in the second answer, either the rabbanon were masake in a ksuba for an arusa, even though you don't write it yet, or we're talking about a case where even though perhaps she's not entitled to it, the man wrote it for her anyway. So the daughter of an Arusa, does she get Mazanis or not? Do we say Kivan de Isla Ksuba Isla? Since the mother gets a Ksuba, so one of the stipulations of the Ksuba is the daughter is sustained. Or maybe Kivan de Takinu Rabbanan Ksuba. Since there's no uh, Takana to write the Ksuba, for an Arusa, Ad Shas Nesuin, until Nesuin Lesla, the daughter does not get Mazoinois Teiku, that question stands as well. Boy Rapapa, Bas Anusa, Yeshla Mazoinois, Ayin La Mazoinois. The daughter of an Anusa. What does this mean? Someone raped Anara, and because he raped her, now he has to marry her, and then he married her. Like it says, Veloisi Isha, and they had a daughter. 
and the man died. Does this daughter, is she sustained from the estate with the brothers, or is she not sustained from the estate with the brothers? So again, somebody raped a woman and then had to marry the woman, and had a daughter, what's the halacha regarding the daughter being sustained by the estate? According to Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Huda, there's no question. Amar, he says, we had him earlier on Lama Testament Beis. Yeshlak Subamana. She has a Suba of Amana. If you remember earlier, there's a Machlaikis. If somebody rapes a woman and then marries her, does that woman get a Suba? Or do we say, no? In exchange for you not paying her the fine for raping her, that's her ksuba. It's like you gave her the ksuba already. Meaning, you're supposed to pay her a fine for raping her. But you're not. You're marrying her. So, it's like that fine that you're supposed to pay her is for the ksuba. Let's see the Gemara. The Gemara says, According to Rabbi Yosef Yehuda, where there is a ksuba to a woman that you rape and married, so there's no question. There's no question. To Amar, he says, Such a woman has a ksuba of a mana, and therefore the daughter of the Anusa is entitled to the stipulation of the ksuba and supported from your estate. However, Ki Tibaylach. Who is it a question in? I'll leave it to Rabbanon. It's a question according to Rabbanon. The Amri, the Rabbanon say, Yatsa Kesav Knasa B'Ksubasa. The money of the penalty goes for the Ksuba. And therefore, she doesn't get a Ksuba. She doesn't get a Ksuba because the money that you're supposed to give her for the Knas, that's her Ksuba money. So the Shaila is, it's a question according to Rabbanan. Kiti Bailach Alibid Rabbanan. It's a question according to Rabbanan. The Amri, they say, Yatsa Kesav Knasa Biksubasa. The Kesav Knasa goes for the Ksuba. Mai, what's the Halacha? Do we say, Kivan the Lesla Ksuba, Lesla Mazani? Do we say, since she doesn't have a Ksuba, she doesn't have Mazainais? So she's not entitled to Mazainais. Since the woman doesn't get a ksuba, the daughter doesn't get mezainos. Idoma, ksuba my taima. What's the reason why this woman doesn't have to get a ksuba? The whole, excuse me, idoma ksuba my taima. Ksuba taima my. What's the reason for ksuba? Kadeshalay take kalabain of loitzia. It's so that, why do you give a woman a ksuba? So it shouldn't be easy to get rid of her, to divorce her. This woman, you don't have to give a ksuba to, because you can't divorce her, you you have to stay married to her forever. So it's not that she's categorically exempt from the ksuba, it's that there's a special reason why you don't have to give her the ksuba. Namely, there's no point, the whole reason you give a woman a ksuba is so it shouldn't be easy to get rid of her. You can't get rid of a woman that you rape. But regarding the daughter, maybe the daughter does have mezainais. So take who the question stands. Now, another Tanaya the Ksuba is that a man. What? Another Tanaya of the Ksuba is that the man stipulates that if he dies, 
the wife gets to stay in the house. Even though he, there are other Yarshim here, the wife gets to stay in the house. The Lashon is, At Tehei Yasva Bevesi. You will stay in the house. Tani Rabbi Yosef. Rabbi Yosef taught. Bevesi Veloi Bibikasi. You could stay in my house, provided I have a house. But if I have a shack, then I'm not, uh, we're not going to force the Yarshim to have the Amana stay in the shack and that where are they supposed to go? So the heirs only have to provide living quarters, provided that they're ample living quarters. If the living quarters are cramped, because he didn't live in a house, but he lived in a shack, then the woman can't say, well, you're, uh, you know, I'm allowed to continue living on the estate. But even if she's not being provided with housing because the guy lived in a hut, he still has to get, provide her food. Meaning the amana will still be supported. But Mar Baravashi Amar, Mar Baravashi says, she does, If she doesn't get a house because he lived in a shack, she doesn't get food either. However, The halacha is not like Mar Baravashi. Okay, next question. Next, Shaila. Next issue. Amar of Nachman, Amar Shmuel. Rav Nachman said in the name of Shmuel. Tavu alina say, V'nespaisa in lamazainais. Let's say, so that so there's a time in the Ksuba that the man dies, the wife could continue to be supported from his assets. What if somebody proposed to this Almana, and she said, yeah, good idea, let's get married in two months. She's no longer supported from the husband's assets. The husband only agrees to support her if she remains connected to him. She says, oh, my husband, my dear husband, I will never forsake him in his death. But the moment someone proposes to her and she accepts the proposal, then she stops being supported. So that implies, what if she says, yeah, well, I don't know, I don't really like, you know, I don't like your job. That implies, then she'll continue to be supported by the original husband. But if the reason he re- she rejected the guy is not because she feels attached to the first husband. She rejected him because she has a preference. She doesn't like uh, she doesn't like people with uh, blonde hair, so she uh, she rejected him. Let's say so, but that means she's not a tied to the original husband. She just doesn't like this guy. So why should that woman continue to be supported? Ha But if she did not agree, she has mizaynis. So I'm a Ravanan. Ravanan said, To me it was explained from Marshmuel. Bali. If she says, I don't want to marry you because I'm connected to Pliny, my husband, she has Mazaynas. But if it's because of people who are not fit for her, she doesn't get Mazaynas. In other words, if she says, I don't want to marry you because I'm connected to my husband, then she gets mezainus from her husband. If she says, I don't want to marry you because, you know, you're not good enough for me, that implies she would get married provided the circumstances allow it. Amr of Chizda. Zinsa, ain't la Let's say this woman, who's an amana, asks uh, with promiscuity. She's mezana. So obviously she's not that connected to the old husband if she's fooling around. She's, she doesn't, uh, 
she's not continued to be supported from the husband's estate. Amar of Yosef, Rabbi Yosef said, Kichla ufirkasa ein If she braided her hair, hair, or she put on eye makeup, so obviously she's uh, uh, beautifying herself, she's looking for a new husband, so she doesn't get supported from the old husband's assets. Now, which of these two activities shows she's less connected to the husband? If she's mazana after he dies, or if she makes herself all up? So it's interesting, the Gemara feels that being mazana is less of a disconnect from her husband than if she makes herself beautiful. Because if she's mazana, she, she had a moment of weakness, she couldn't overcome it. But if she's, you know, making herself beautiful, that means in, in a state of a control, she's, look, she's actively looking. That says if she made herself up, she loses the ksuba, she loses support, but maybe, I'm sorry, the Gemara says, Amrav Yosef, Manda Amar Zinsa, the Manda Amar that says she loses it if she's Mazana Koshikin Kechla Pergasa. Certainly, if she puts on makeup, she loses it. Because that shows she really wants to get married. Manda Amar Kechla Pergasa, the Manda Amar that says if she makes up, if she puts on makeup, she loses it. Avazinsa Isla, but if she's Mazana, she continues to have. My taima, Yetzer Ansa. Her Yetzer forced her. She had a moment of weakness. She was lonely. But says in Gemara, So we don't paskin like any of the above halachas. Rather, in all the above cases, she continues to get her ksuba. Because the fact that she was mazana, or she put on makeup, it's not a full disconnect from the original husband. The only time it's a disconnect, Ella kiha da amar of Yehuda amar Shmuel. Rather, that which of Yehuda said in the name of Shmuel, hatoyvas ksubasa bebezdin. If she formally claims her ksuba bebezdin, ain't la mezaynais. She doesn't have mezaynais. Because that's something that you can't retract from. And that's sort of has finality to it. And if she's toyvea the ksuba, that means she's done with the original husband. She wants to take the ksuba from her. And run. Says the Gemara. Da Amar Rav Yudah Mershmah HaTayvas Ksubasa Bevezdin Ein Lamazaynis Ay loy v'atani We learned in a b'raisa that it's not enough to be toyvea your ksuba. We learned in a b'raisa only machra ksubasa if she sells the ksuba. Because if she sells the ksuba that's like she's collecting it. And not when she's claiming it, toivea, but she has to sell it. Or she makes the land that was subject or if she uses the ksuba as a mashka and as a collateral. Or let's say the land that was meshubed for her ksuba, she makes it meshubed for something else so in all these cases, it's like she collected the ksuba. Ain lo Then she doesn't have mezaynais. Hani ain. These cases, she doesn't have mezaynais. Avot teivas but not if she just claims it. 
says Gemara, Hani bein bebezin bein shloi bebezin. In all these cases, she forfeits the ksuba, whether this was done in bezin or not. But when she claims the ksuba, then she in fact does forfeit mezainos, provided she does it in bezin. Meaning, all if she's doing it out of bezin, then it's only if she actually sells it, because that's like collecting it. But if she claims it, then it's only if it's in Bezden. So th- these cases, whether it's Bezden or not, so since um, th- then it would have to be where you like collect the Ksuba, since it's not in Bezden. But in Bezden, it's uh, even if you claim the Ksuba. Now we have to go back to the Mishnah. The Mishnah said that the woman stays in the house, the Almana stays in the house, until she's Toivea the Ksuba. Can the Yarshim say, get out of the house, here's the Ksuba? Could they basically force her to collect the Ksuba and get out of the house? So the Gemara says, the Mishnah said, that's what the residents of Yushalayim did. What does that mean? That's what the residents of Yushalayim did. That means they would write um, let's see if I have my the full Gemara here. The residents of Yushalayim would write that Minhastam The halacha is that you have to allow the woman to stay there until she demands the ksuba. And that's what they did in the Galil. And the Anshe Yushalayim did like in the Galil. Rav says halacha is like the Anshe Yehuda. That you're allowed to go ahead and say to the woman, here, take your ksuba and get out. That's Rav's, That's what Rav said. Shmuel said, no, the halacha is like the Anshe Galil. That she is allowed to stay there unless she claims the ksuba. But they can't just offer her the ksuba. So, Bavel v'chol parvada noeg karav. Bavel and the surrounding cities were noeg like rav. Neherda, which is also part of Bavel, but was a separate part of Bavel. V'chol parvada and the surrounding cities noeg kishmor, noeg like Shmuel, that... She's allowed to stay there until she demands Iksuba. So the Gemara tells the following story. There's a woman who came from Mechuzah, where the halacha is that they could force her to take the Iksuba. But she married a guy from Neherda, where there they have to allow her to stay. Asulakamedarav. 
Nachman. They came before Rav Nachman. Shama Lekala, he heard in her accent, the Bas Mechuzahi, she's from Babel, that she's from Mechuzah, and in Babel, the Halacha is like Rav. So therefore, they could force her to leave. Amar Lahu, they said to her, Babel v'chab haradah no'ad karav, the Allah is like Rav, we could force you to leave. Amrulay, so her side said, v'halanaradah but she married a guy from Naradah. So Amar Lahu, he said to them, Rav Nachman said, okay, in that case, if she married someone from Naradah, ihachi Naradah v'chab haradah no'ad kishmoah. Naradah and all of its surrounding areas, the halach is like Shmuel, or noig like Shmuel. Viad heicha neherda. Until where is neherda? Ad heicha de sagi kava de neherda. Until where they measure the kava of neherda, wherever they measure the grain by the midah of the kava of neherda, that's neherda. Okay, next. Next sugya. Very interesting uh, shayla now. Itmar. Almana, Rav Amar Shaman Mashallah, Ushmal Amar Inshon Mashallah. The Almana wants to collect her ksuba. The guy bought her nice clothing. Can the family of the deceased say, "Look, uh, he already gave you a quarter of the ksuba by buying uh, those nice clothing. You're wearing these clothing. Deduct it from the ksuba what he owes you. Deduct from." In other words, he owes you 200 zuz, but he gave you clothing worth 75 zuz. So dad's estate only should have to pay 125 zuz. So Rav says, we evaluate what she's wearing. Rav says he only gave her the clothing if she's going to stay with him. Once she wants to collect the ksuba, he wants the clothing back. So he deducted from the ksuba. Shmuel says the guy gives his wife clothing, it's not conditional. Only a condition that even if I die, you don't collect the ksuba. The opposite would apply by a locket. A locket is somebody that you hire to do odds and ends in your house. And uh, the homeowner sort of says, okay, you're, I'm hiring you, I'll pay you when you finish in my house, what is your job? Whatever I tell you, I need around the house, and I give you clothing. So the machloikis, Rav and Shmuel, would be converse when it comes to the locket. Because Rav holds, meaning Rav holds normally You don't have, you don't give the woman her clothing. You could deduct her clothing. Why do you deduct her clothing? I only gave it to you on condition you stay with me. If I would have known that you're gonna leave me, I wouldn't have given it to you. But by a worker, I knew you were gonna leave me, so I give it to you stam. Shmuel, on the other hand, says, you're obligated to give your wife clothing. But I'm not obligated to give my worker, so therefore, my wife, I don't deduct from her ksuba. The worker, I do. Rav Kahana masni v'chein Rav Kahana said it's the same thing. 
the dinam of Lakin and the dinam of Amana are the same. The Rab says, just like I'm only giving you the clothing if you, so long as you're with me, I'm only giving my worker clothing so long as he's with me. Shmuel says, no, I give everything unconditionally. Umanach basimna, Rav gave the following simen. That means that the two halachas of almana and the worker are the same. Namely, yasma v'armalasa shalach v'na'upak. The yasaim, meaning the worker, the locket, the worker, and the almana, take off your clothing and go leave. Meaning... In both of these cases, I'm only I'm giving you the clothing conditionally. I'm Rav Nachman. Rav Nachman said, "You know what the halach is? Af agav detznam b'masnis and kavasei the Shmuel. Even though we learned in a Mishnah in accordance with Shmuel, helchas kavasei the Rav. Even though I'm going to bring you a proof from a Mishnah that Shmuel is correct, but we don't conclude like Shmuel. We pass on like Rav." The time we learned in a Mishnah, Echad Hamakdish Nechasav, both someone who sanctifies his possessions, Viachad Hamarech Esatzmai, and someone who, someone who sanctifies his possessions, someone who says, I'm going to give my Erech into the base of Mikdash, Ein Lai, Bixus Ishtai, Veloi Bixus Banav. Meaning if somebody says, I'm going to give my nechassim to the Beis HaMikdash, or I'm going to give my value, and the, the gizbar comes to take a mashgain to make sure he does it, the gizbar cannot take his wife or his children's clothing because it doesn't belong to him. He gave it over. So that seems to indicate, like... Like Shmuel, that it belongs to his wife. And not for the dying, that you died for their clothing. Their clothing belongs to them. And not for new shoes that you bought for them. The clothing of your wife and children belong to them. That seems to prove like Shmuel, that in a situation where an almana, who wants her ksuba, you can't say, well, here you use, deduct your clothing. What do you mean deduct your clothing? The clothing already belonged to them. So we have a Mishnah that clearly says the clothing belonged to them. So the Gemara asks, Amalei Rav, the Rav Nachman, Rav said to Rav Nachman, Once the Mishnah is Approved to Shmuel, say the Rav. Why is the halacha like Rav? We have a beferish Mishnah that the clothing you give to your wife and your children belong to them. So then, why would the halacha be that an amana that collects aksuba, you get to deduct her clothing? So the Gemara says very simply, you did not analyze this correctly. He said, Amalei. Rav Nachman said to Rav, It would seem the flow is like Shmuel. But when you look carefully at it, the Rav, the Allah is in accordance with Rav. My taima, 
When was he when he was makna to him? It was with the das that she would stay with him. So so long that she's with him, the clothing belongs to her. But if she wants to leave and collect the ksuba, then I wasn't makna. Meaning, really, Rav's right. Really, the clothing you give to your wife, you're not makna to her. You're only makna to her, provided that she stays with you. That's why when you, when you do an erech, or you do a hektish, they can't take away her clothing. You gave it to her. That's provided she stays with you. If she doesn't stay with you, then you could deduct it. Okay, we're going to hold it here at the two dots. And Bezos Hashem, tomorrow... Okay? Have a wonderful night, everyone. Brachalatzacha. All the best. Gemach Simateva. Kaltev. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.